This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Thank you. Hallelujah. Alright, let's get into God's Word this morning. We're going to be reading from the book of Genesis, chapter 3. Genesis, chapter 3, and verse 9. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 9. We're going to read it out loud together. You can read from the screen. And what does he say? He says, And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? Let's take it again. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? So one of the most interesting questions in the Bible, actually all the questions that God asks in the Bible, are interesting because God is omniscient. It means he knows all things. He's omnipresent. It means that he's everywhere at the same time. The psalmist says, if I make my bed in hell, you are there. Now, that does not mean that God's manifest presence is in hell. There is the presence of God. There is the manifest presence of God. And there is the omnipresence of God. Hallelujah. God knows everything happening in hell. But he is not there manifestly. Hell is hell because God is absent from hell. Praise God. Heaven is heaven because God's manifest presence fills heaven. Jesus is the beauty of heaven. If Jesus is not in heaven, there's no point going there. Praise God. You get tired. Because the only thing that has been, no, it was not designed. The only thing that can sustain the spirit of a man forever is God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Very interesting question. Because the Bible says, and they heard the voice, they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden. The sound of the Lord, verse 8, in the cool of the day. Take note of that. The sound of the Lord God walking. They heard the sound. And Adam and his wife, they had done something. They had disobeyed God so that they hid themselves and they hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God behind uh, among the trees of the garden then the Lord God called to Adam and said Adam where are you where are thou very strange question because God does not address us according to where we are he addresses us according to who we are Praise God. Something had happened to Adam. He had ceased to become the man that God created. So the omniscient and omnipresent God, who knows everybody's address, had to ask for Adam's location. Praise the Lord. So that's why the Bible says that two will be walking in the field. One will be taken and one will be left. Two will be lying in a bed. One will be taken and one will be left. When three kings stood before Elisha, Elisha said that if not for the presence of one king, and that was the king of Judah, Jehoshaphat, I will not regard all of you. Talking to Ahab and then the other king. Because God sees us not according to where we are. Praise God. But according to who we are. When David was anointed king of Israel, when Samuel anointed David, he was still a shepherd boy. But the anointing of God was upon him. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
In fact, oh God, me, my the Bible says that I have found David. With my holy oil, I've anointed him. And God began to say certain things about David. I have found David. What it takes earth several years to realize, heaven can see it plainly. Because that's what God can see. And so for many years, people were seeing a shepherd boy. A shepherd boy that would need recommendation. Do you know anyone that can play an instrument? The king is not feeling fine. He said, there's a a son of Jesse. Someone was recommending him and his CV. But when it was time for man to see what God was seeing, God raised up a giant from the land of Philistines called Goliath. And all the trained men of war that have been fighting war from their youth, they were trembling and pissing in their pants, including the king of Israel, Saul, Abner, and all those mighty men. And here was this shepherd boy. He came with lunch boxes for his brothers who were soldiers. He was not a soldier. Praise God. And he heard the same threat saw the same danger and he didn't run David said what is the reward for killing this fellow nobody else in the whole nation was talking like that that is the testimony of someone that God had found and that is what Adam had lost when God said where are you Adam had never run from anything in his life before God brought all the animals to Adam to see what he would name them. He brought, that means he brought lion, tiger, cobra, hippopotamus, elephant. Adam sat there and was just eating coolie coolie. I was like, elephant. Lion came and roared. Aah! Keep quiet. Lion. He was not afraid of anything. When he sinned against God and fear entered into his heart and for the first time he ran. God came and said, where is the Adam I created? Who is this person? What has happened? And Adam began to explain. Someone shout out loud, say Adam. Where are you? You will soon put your name there. God is looking for men. Wonderful message from Pastor Joshua in the first service. The extraordinary strategist. That's the Holy Ghost. I'll tell you what the strategy of, of, of God is on the face of the earth. Because Pastor Joshua showed us that it's a, it's, a, it's a thing of partnership. If you are wise, oh God, you will partner with the Holy Ghost. Because the only thing on the face of the earth in the universe that the Holy Ghost wants to partner with is man. Man is the strategy of God on earth. On the first day, the Bible says the earth was dark from a void and so on and so forth. And there was darkness everywhere. 
and God said, let there be light. And God saw, on the second day, God said, let the waters be gathered. On the third day, on the fourth day, all that expanse of land, all those animals, all those mountains, ravines, valleys, water bodies. And on the sixth day, God wanted to rest. Hey! Sharadabahande. He said, we're going to need administration. We're going to need economy. We're going to need agriculture. We're going to need... But um, today's the sixth day. I want to make this thing in six days and I want to rest. What strategy can I deploy so that I can sit back and just chew my own kulikuli? And the Bible says, and God said, let us make man in our own image and after our likeness and let him have dominion over everything what else do you call strategy the bible says and god created man in the image of god created he him male and female created he them and god blessed them and said be fruitful multiply replenish the earth subdue it and have dominion male and female male and female look at it is it there that's verse 29 verse 27 so god created man in his own image in the image of god created he him male and female create someone say male and female you can see that male and female were created at the same time can you see there the female was not created later the woman was created at the same time the man was created creation is not the same thing as formation they were created at the same time but the man was formed first in 2-7 and the woman was formed out of the man hallelujah creation refers to your nature your design your purpose formation refers to your role in that purpose so male and female have the same creation they have the same purpose the same design the same nature they were both created in the image of god hallelujah the day you discover this thing i'm talking about you will not be a, you will not you will not need any other kind of ideology in the world to make you feel good in yourself because what god has made us the psalmist in psalm, psalm 8 was so was so flabbergasted when he entered this revelation that he said what is man that thou art mindful of him he said i'm not going to submit to anybody who, all these men say submission submission shall no the bible says this the day you discover who you are in christ jesus and god is looking for people like that people that know how to stand upon the face of the earth and take anything for the sake of god there are so many people that want you know you know they you know want god to do great things for them all over the world miracle service full of people what conference full of people 
I say, God, I just want you. Landala, Rodebosha. You know, I'm, I just need God in my life. I need, if God, I can, if God can just, I just want God. We just sang a song now. I want more of you. But the secret is that God is not that man is looking for God. Is that God is looking for man. Is that God wants more of you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Adam fell and he lost it. God couldn't find him again. If I have a tablet and when I was going to buy the tab as an electronic tab like this, I read it there that it's a 256 gig tab. 16 gig RAM. And I was so excited. And then I get the tab, I open it, and I check. And I'm just seeing storage of 32 gig, 1 gig RAM. What will I say? I'll say, where's my tab? That's exactly what God was saying where Adam was concerned. Because what he was seeing and what he created were not the same thing. It is the eternal question in heaven. A man of God had a vision or something like that when Jesus died and rose again and ascended you know he did many wonderful things he healed the sick he raised the dead it was so dramatic the man had been dead for four days and after shortly after that about six after he rode into Jerusalem if it was a political thing from there he could have started a rebellion against against the Roman Empire but that is not why Jesus came. Jesus came because the strategy of God upon the face of the earth, the blueprint had been misplaced. It had become something else. He did not come to refurbish it, to repair it. He came to restart it, renew it reintroduce what God created originally. That's why he had to die. Kai, even angels did not understand this thing. Of course, the Bible says the princes of this world did not know it because had they known, they would not have crucified a lot of glory. The disciples did not understand it. They felt that Jesus, they wanted to make him a king at some point in time. You know, Triumphalem, they were saying son of David and all of that. The Pharisees and Sadducees, and Sadducees were, they were jealous. They were like, stop this people from, from, from praising you. It was such a letdown after just a few days he was arrested. They were what, the disciples were watching. He was killed. He was crucified. And he died. And he was buried. This man of God had his vision and Jesus ascended and went back to heaven. And I think it was Angel Michael that was asking him we're watching this movie sir from heaven and things were going up for you sir but what's the plan everything is just so quiet and jesus looked at the angel the archangel and said pointed to those twelve to those disciples down there and said that's the plan and they were like okay sir if you say so they didn't get it until the day of pentecost Just follow me this morning. 
God needs people. If there's anything that is happening in heaven, is God is looking for people, men that can pray, that can go on their knees. Rakanto gobosaradaba one hour. Rego sharata karaba nekrodoloko sokotobo two hours. Vrede kambra sokotobodobo. We read of men like that. Like John Knox, give me Scotland or I die. The man was a man of like passions, like Elijah. He also ate Amala. But he discovered this thing, men of the world. I said, this is what they are saying. I said, what does the Bible say? Three times the devil came to Jesus. Three times Jesus Christ said, it is written. You ask believers, Christians. Why do you think that, that various reasons, various explanations, you will not hear scriptures in what they are saying? It is not only the devil, or let me say it this way the Bible says in, in I think, First Peter 5 8. That the, that the devil, your adversary, goes around like a roaring lion. He goes around like a roaring lion, looking for whom to devour. He's a very restless being. You know, if it was possible sometimes to pray for the devil, you would just say, Lord, give him peace. He's a very restless being. In Job chapter 1, verse 7, the Bible says that God saw him. God is interesting, God asks questions. God who knows everything. If you understand that God who knows everything can ask you a question forever and ever, you will never be confused about predestination and free will. It is because he wants partnership. He's talking to you. He has seen everything already. He doesn't just want partnership. He wants involvement. If he can find a man that can change his mind, he will change his mind. In other words, when God is making his eternal decisions, he leaves space for man to make changes that's the that's what you discover that makes you a prayer warrior prayer warrior is just two words simple is prayer and war what is prayer partnership with god what is war what jesus has conquered when you see the two of them just be like eh, i have seen seen the victory of Jesus glory you must be saved the same thing in, in Job 1-7 Job 2-2 God asked him where are you coming from the devil said uh, he told him he told the truth here you know it. <laughs> but he's not the only one that goes because God is big, God is bigger than Satan. God is not the opposite of Satan. You know that. He created him. The Bible actually says that he's the father of spirits. All spirits, including the devil. Father just means that he created them. Whatever they became is there. I think he asked Satan a long time, where are you? Satan has not answered him since. But God, the Bible says he does not give aid. Jesus. He does not give aid to angels. That's Hebrews chapter 2. Let's look at it. I'll come back to this Satan roaring up and down. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm walking up and down. Hebrews chapter 2. Let's start reading from verse 3. We'll see where that place in Psalm 8 was quoted again. Verse 4. 
Thank you, Jesus. Verse 5. It says, look at it. It says, for unto angels, God has not put in subjection the world to come. In the world to come, angels will not be in control of things. Man will be, and man will be judging angels. Like angel Uriel. I just like that name. Come, 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 come. <laughs> Verse 6. It says, but one in a certain place testifies, saying, what is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you visit him? Verse 7. Verse 8. Verse 9. I, I'm, I'm looking for the verse that says that he does not give aid to angels. It's in this chapter. When Satan lost it, God didn't ask, maybe, maybe ask him, where are you? But, because the Bible says he was perfect. He was eating. He was the anointed cherub that covers. He was the perfection of beauty. Until sin was found in him. But when Adam lost it, God said, ah, 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 that's my strategy. Adam, where are you? Adam could not answer. God said, you know what? Jesus, I need you to go down there and look for Adam and bring him out from where he got lost. And Jesus went inside there and Jesus found Adam. And when Jesus came out, God said, this is my son. You know, I'm well pleased. Hallelujah. Jesus was the one that gave the answer to the question that God asked in Genesis 3 9. That's why the Bible calls him the last Adam. Praise God. So it's not only the devil that walks up and down. The Bible says in 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9, that the eyes of the Lord, the eyes of the Lord. They run to and fro the earth. The eyes of the Lord. Second Chronicles 6 9. Looking for those whose hearts are steadfast or perfect or loyal towards Him. That He might show Himself strong on their behalf. Listen to me, people of God. All that God needs on the face of the earth is a man. If God can find a man, God can rest. If God can find a man that can pray, if God can find a man that can wait on him, if God can find a man that knows his word, if God can find a man that can surrender to him, if God can find a man that can say, yes, Lord, God is settled forever. God, the God of peace. The only thing that makes his eyes to go from Asia to Nigeria to wherever, Timbuktu, looking up and down, is he's looking for a man. It's like, where's the belly? Where's Jude? Where's Chike? Where's Mahmoud? Where is, give me a name. Put your name there. Where are thou? Genesis chapter 6, the Bible says that the whole earth was filled with, with wickedness. But you will see it there. But Noah found grace. Why? Was Noah, God will do anything. And that, that's why he's a God of mercy. Because even when no one qualifies, he will look for the one that can qualify. Because because if man is lost, God's agenda is over.
is so important to him that when man was lost, God became man. Bible says, and the word became flesh. To reboot my strategy and dwelt among us. He said, are we, are we, the first undercover agent in this in the universe was Jesus. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not. FBI does not know undercover. No, 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 no. The, 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 the ancient of days wore diapers and cried just so that he can feel what you feel I said I will enter into what they are so that they can come out and become what I am someone shout say Adam where are you now put your name there. That's the cry in heaven. Say it again. Say your name. Ask the question. In Isaiah chapter 6, you will see the same question. Isaiah stood before the throne of God. You will think that God will say things. you know the, the most amazing thing is that now is the time of manifestation because Jesus has come now is the time to demonstrate the strategy of God on the face of the earth now is the time that the Bible says the earnest expectation of the creature is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God Bible says that all those men died in faith not having received the promise this is one of the things that people don't understand in in the current church alright a lot of people want to you know they want to be like Enoch and you know they want to translate talk about portals and things like that you know they want to visit the fifth heavens I says Holy Ghost carry me oh. they want to just disappear maybe that was commoner we've not heard of anyone that was taken they happened in the Old Testament I'll tell you why it's because it was not time yet when God finds some people, God will say, ah, ah, I should have sent you in 2000 and Elijah, Kai, I should have sent you to the earth in 2021. But because Jesus has not yet died, come. And Enoch walked with God and was no more. When Jesus came and died, men that walked closely with him, they were not translated, though. they became Matthias. They died. All the, all the apostles either crucified upside down, they were beheaded, stoned to death. Why? Because God is saying, if we can activate one more person there, I will keep you on that earth. If someone can get to wake up from darkness, you, that you have gotten it, you are fulfilling my strategy. I need more people. So Paul said for me to live is Christ. To die is gain. I have learned how to be abased and how to abound. I've learned in all things to be content. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. That's what he was talking about. He says to the joy I became Jews that I might win some. The day you discover this, not only will your life take on a different definition, you will begin to 
fish for men. Let me tell you something today as I round up. You are not the one looking for something that will change your life. Looking for someone that will give you some money. Looking for someone that will say yes to you. Looking for this, looking for that. No. You are the strategy of God on the face of the earth. You are the life giver. You are the solution provider. Before Jesus died, there was a tabernacle in, in the wilderness. Solomon built a wonderful temple. But God wants to live in you. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Your life is the palette of heaven. God's designs are going to be seen in your life. What God wants to do is your DNA on the face of the earth. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. So I'm going to round up by saying, when Jesus rose on the third day as the head of the new creation, the beginning of a new series, the Bible calls him the firstborn from the dead. If I can just get a new job, if I can just get married this year, if I can just relocate, if I can just my life. No, the Bible says, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. All things have become new. All those things I mentioned are wonderful things. But the Bible says that he will with him give us those things. Because if you have those things, doesn't mean that your life is going to change does not mean so so when jesus christ rose he rose as the firstborn from the dead the first of a second kind of men men that god had found there was now an exchange of addresses we were invited back into the realm of god and the spirit of god came like a rushing mighty wind if i'm going to illustrate that in modern terms i would just say that god started giving out his whatsapp number again and saying how far adam that's been a while do you remember me i've missed you i'm your father now send me your account number and whoosh they began to speak with tongues hallelujah that was what god had made Adam with what Adam lost that came back on the day of Pentecost it was a crediting of the account of men with the extraordinary strategist for 4,000 years he had been waiting for the strategy praise God I can have 14 billion dollars 14 billion dollars cannot do anything it's just money but if I can find someone that knows how to deploy that money, then it will do what I want $14 billion to do on the face of the earth. God has the Holy Ghost. God has eternal glory. 
God has eternal life, but he has decided that on the face of the earth, you are that someone. Are we together? And therefore, the question is asking is, can you shout it out loud? What's the question? So in Isaiah chapter 6, Isaiah caught this revelation and God said, whom shall we send? Who will go for us? And Isaiah replied, here I am. Send me. I want you to, I'm going to ask that question one more time and you're going to give the answer. As you lift up your, your hands and begin to pray this morning. And God said, where are thou? What's the answer? Here I am. Send me. Say, here I am. Send me. Say it out loud. Here I am. Send me. Rise to your feet. And just begin to pray. Just begin to pray. Say, Lord, here I am. Here I am this morning. In the name of Jesus. I need no other argument. I need no other plea. It is enough that you died for me. Here I am. Here I am. I walk away from everything else. I walk away from every other definition that man has placed on me. I am not an ordinary person. I am not a was up guy. I am your child. The one that you created. The one that you died for. I am not a slay queen. No. I am your child. Lekropoto, I am not a hustler. No. I am not a sickler. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I am not a jobless person. I'm not I'm not unemployed. No. Shangre de la Vorakadabash. I'm not one of the masses. I need no other argument. I need no other It is enough that Jesus died and that he died for me. It is enough. It is enough that Jesus died and that he died for me. Hallelujah. I want everyone to shout out loud. Say, here I am, Lord. Send me. Say it again. For the last time, send me. Can you give the Lord a big hand this morning? Blessed be God forever. Hallelujah. Well, that's the word of God for this morning. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. 
So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.